Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in Simen Kuf Nun Gimel. We are up to Sivav. The second line on page Lamed Vav, which is the page following page 70. The Mechaber says in Sivav, Mochrin Beis HaKneses, V'chein Sha'or Dvarim Shebe We can sell a shul and so to other Dvarim Shebe Kedusha, Afilu Sefer Torah. In order to support those who are learning Torah or to marry off Yisom with the money, that is grounds to sell a Beis Knesses and any other Devarim Shabbat even a Sefer Torah. That is the Mechaber and Sevav. The Meshavura says, You could even sell a Sefer Torah to help people learn Torah or to marry off Yisom. Hatam, the reason is, because we say, the Gemara brings a b'risa that says you cannot sell a Sefer Torah except to learn Torah. Mashma, the Lilmo Torah Mutter. It's mashma that to learn Torah, it's mutter, afilulimka, sefer Torah, that even to sell a Sefer Torah will be mutter in order to allow people to learn Torah. That is from the Chuvas Harosh, Ayin Shom Sheherich Bazar. V'davar zeh tochachas megula lo'osan ha'anoshem ha'misrashen lahachzik Torah ba'arehem. And this is an open musr shmuz to those people that are negligent in upholding Torah in their cities. Because we see here to uphold Torah, to allow people to learn, is grounds even to sell a Sefer Torah. Therefore we see the great Indian in supporting Torah. If you look at note number 25, he points out. V'kosav shom. This is going on the Tshuvah Sarosh. He writes over there, She'yisera malas lomde Torah mimala Sefer Torah. That there's a mila in the learners of Torah than in a Sefer Torah itself. Kemavur b'gemar like the Gemara at the end of Malka says, Kama tibshoi sharinchi, how foolish are these other people? Dekaimi mikame Sefer Torah. They stand up in front of a Sefer Torah. Velo kaimi mikame gavarabba. They don't stand up for a gavarabba, for a person who learns Torah. Umato elas yesh b'kniyas svarim v'torah. What gain is there? What benefit is there in buying Svarim and a Sefer Torah in lo kedei lilmod behem, if not to learn for them? The main point is to be learning from the Sefer Torah, and therefore that's how the Shuvah Sarosh explains why you can sell a Sefer Torah in order to allow people to be learning Torah. Continues the Mishabur and Sifkadon Chavdalud. The other thing that we said you can sell any Dvarim Sheva Kedusha for, even a Sefer Torah, is Lahasi Yesomim, to marry off Yesomim. Says the Mishabura, Vafilu Yesomos, even if it's female Yesomim, that also is grounds to sell a Sefer Torah. Now why would that be a bigger Chiddush, Yesomos over Yesomim? Dr. Mishabura, the Afagav, the Ein Ha'isha Mitzvah, Apirivirivya, even though a girl is not commanded on the Mitzvah of Pruvu, and therefore you might think you only give the money from selling a Sefer Torah to boys that are Yisomim, to be Mekayim, their Mitzvah, their Aisa, Pruvu, but a girl who doesn't have that Mitzvah, maybe you can't use the money for that. So Zakta Mishimura, even for Yisomos, you can sell a Sefer Torah. And even though a woman is not commanded on Pirivirivya, Mikomakom la Shevish Yitzorah Shayach Gamba Isha. There is a Pasuk also, that Hashem did not create the world except to inhabit it, that there is an Indian in inhabiting the world, and that applies both to men and women. So even though the mitzvah of Pruvu does not apply to an Isha, but the mitzvah of Lashavish Yitzhara does apply, and therefore that is grounds to sell a Torah to marry off a Yasoma as well. 
And the Magad Avram says that so too you can sell a Sefer Torah in order to redeem captives. That's the Magad Avram. The Magad Avram Shem look later on a Sefer Gimel. The Magad Avram. The Muchach the Ein Roi Limkora Filu Beis Hakneses VaFilu Pidyon Shvuyim. We're going to see over there in the Magad Avram. It's clear that it's not fitting to sell even a Beis Hakneses, which is a lower level of kedusha, obviously than a Sefer Torah. Even for the great mitzvah of If there is any other way that you can get money from collection of the tzibur, you should do it. There's only grounds to sell even a beis if there's no other way to make a collection and get the money. If there's taka, no other way, for sure it will be mutter. Even if there's only one shul in the city, but if it's the only way you can get the money to redeem the captives, you would even sell that one shul in order to do the pinyon shvuyim. Says the Mechaber Vaiter and Sev Zayin. Let's read the introduction of the Mishabura before we read the Mechaber. It's on the second to last skinny line on page Lamidvav by the Zion. He named me Pneisha Ziv Zion Yeshbu Kama Pratim. Since the following Sif that we're going to see, Ziv Zion has many details. Lochain Aktim Lozeh Haktama Katsara. Therefore, says the Chavetz Chaim, I will give a short Haktama to Ziv Zion that's going to take us a couple of days to go through all the details. For who and that is? That which we've been discussing in the Simon, the idea of selling a Beis kfar. That only is Nogeya by selling a Beis HaKnesses that is in a Kfar in a village. If you have a Shul in a Kfar, it was built for the members of the Kfar. Therefore, if the most of the people in that city, meaning in that village, want to sell it, so that's great to sell it, it really belongs to them. It is built Adaita to the people in the city. Ah but as we learned earlier, even though it is grounds to sell a shul in a village, if the people want to, however, the money that you get from the sale has kedusha, and you can only use it for an ilui kedusha, like we learned earlier. But if, as we're going to see in great detail, if the shul is sold not by the regular members of the city, but by the Zion Tovei Ha'ir, B'maymar Anche Ha'ir, so then there are special rules. Those are seven people that are appointed over the tzibur, and if those seven people who were appointed by the tzibur to be in charge of Inyanim in the shul, that we'll see details about, if they decide to sell the shul with the Haskama, or at least the other people in the, in the city standing over and watching what's going on, so then everything changes. So the Mishabura says, Ugushu Nimker Gam if the shul in the kfar is being sold with the haskama of the zayin tovim shalahem, that's grounds to use the money for whatever you want. So if some the members of the city decide to sell the shul, they can sell the shul, but the money has to use for a higher kedusha. However, if the Zion Tovei Ha'ir decide to sell it with the haskama of the people of the city, then the money can be used for whatever they want. The Hainul Hotsiyam Lachulun, they could even use the money and use it for Chulundik things, could the Isla Kamei, like we'll see later. So that's all talking about a shul in a small city in a village. Avo, imhu beisak neser shal krochim. If it is a shul in a bigger city in a krach, 
Tolinon, we assume, the Be'ez Habinyan at the time of the building of the Shul, Banuhu Gama Daite the Kulyama. Since it is a bigger city, we assume when it was built, it was built having in mind not only the members of that actual city, but for all the people that are coming to that city and are going to be using that Shul as well. Vafilu in Nasnu. And even if all the money for the building of the shul came from the locals, from that community, even so, we assume that even though they used their money to build the shul in their city, since it is a larger city, and we'll see the details of that, we assume they had in mind people from outside as well. And therefore, even if they agreed afterwards to the sale of the shul, even if the seven board members of this city with the Haskam of the rest of the city want to sell it, their sale is not a good sale. And now the Mishabura says, I will explain the words of the Shulchan Aruch. We'll start now in the Mechaber in the beginning of Sevzayim, but just a quick summary of the Hakdama of the Chavetz Chaim, and that is, that which we've been discussing that you're allowed to sell a shul is only talking about a shul of a village. A shul of a village, we assume, is built for the locals, and therefore if they choose to sell it, they're allowed to sell it, but the money they get has to be used for a higher kedusha. If the shul in the village is being sold by the Zion Tova Yir, but Maimed Anshahir, then the sale anyway was mutter, but now the sale is mutter with the money being used even for chulin. However, if it is a bigger city, it's a krach, it's a city that's bigger than a village, and we'll see the details of what determines what kind of city it is, so then the halach is the, the shul is not allowed to be sold. Even if the, all the money comes from the locals, we assume it was built al-das that everyone should use it, and therefore, as we'll see, you have to get everyone's rishus, and you can't possibly get everyone's rishus, because everyone's all over the place they come to visit in their city. And therefore, you cannot sell a shul, even if the Zion told the but my bad you want to sell it, you are not allowed to sell it. That is the introduction. And now let's begin the Mechaber. We'll see this Sif from Rich Hashem over three shiurim, but let's just begin the first three lines. The Hodder Beis Akneses Nimkar. Zakta Mechaber and Sif Zion, that which a shul can be sold, Hani Mili Shal Kfarim. This is the shul of a village, She'ein Boim Anoshim in Mekomos Achirim, where people are not coming into the village from other places. Shalonasis El Levnea Kfarim Levadam. So this shul was only built for the people of the Kfar alone. Like we saw in Akdama. The Ramah adds on, Vafilu Bono Oso Even if they got donations from people outside, Lomaisa the Shul was only built for the locals because people don't normally come from the outside. And therefore, that's when you're allowed to sell a Shul when it was built for the people of the Kfar, even if donations were given from the outside. Therefore, they are allowed to sell it. So that's where we're going to stop in the Mechaber for tonight. Again, the Mechaber says that which the Beis Akhnesis can be sold is only the Beis Akhnesis of a kfar, of a village where people don't come in from the outside. And therefore, that shul was only built for the locals. Therefore, they can sell it. Even if, Zakhtar Ramad, donations came from outside, the donations were given, al-das, the people who live there, and therefore, the right to sell it belongs to the people of the village. And that is where we'll stop. And let's see the Mishiburah Sikhan Chavhei. Shal Kfarim. The shul that can be sold is the shul of a Kfarim. The Eskimu HaAchorim, the Achorim agree. The Ba'asra, the Lo Shichei Rabim, the Ose Me'alma Nikra Kfar. A place where the Rabim do not come from the world, that's called a Kfar. People are not coming from the outside. Afagad, the Shichei Rabim, Oven, the Shavim, the Prokim. Even though people come and go once in a while, there are people that come and go, but Kevan de Lo Kvi'i Ba'ir, they don't come and, uh, 
set themselves up in the city. We'll see details in a second. But they just pass through quickly. That's called the Kfar. They don't come to set themselves up in the city. They just go passing by. It's very temporary. They're passing by. They don't come to really stay there. That's called the Kfar. That's when the Shul can be sold. Says the Mishabura, when it fits that requirement, it's Mikri Kfar. Then it's called a Kfar. Omem, however, any place where it's common to have a lot of people from the world, shall they come to daven there? Kigon, for example, it's a place where they have a fair, and the merchants come and they spend, you know, a week every month there. So they actually come, even though they're only passing through, it's not their city, but they're kovea themselves for a time there. So that gives it more of the kvias. Afilu im ha'ir hiketana. Even if size-wise the city is small, so that's still considered a big city, in which case you're not allowed to sell the shul. Another example the Mishavura gives of a big city, of a krach where you can't sell the shul. Omokom shiyeshom chacham gadol. There's a big time of chacham that lives in that city. Shemiskatsim shom rab matzrichim lo ulataraso. People come there to hear him give a drasha. They come to learn from him. That's also a place where people come and they set themselves up for a few days, for a short amount of time, but at least they have more of a kviz. They're not just passing through for one day. They come and set themselves up there. Have a krach. That also will be like a krach. In those two cases, either where there's a fair in that city and people come by and set themselves up there once in a while for a couple of days, or there's a rav there that's the big time of Chacham, people are coming to learn Torah from him. Those are examples of where people come with more of a that gives it a din of a krach where the shul cannot be sold. Anything that is not smaller but less frequented, people come and they pass by quickly in and out, that would be considered a krach. It doesn't go by the actual size of the city, it goes by the fact that people from the outside come and they convey themselves there, or if they just come and pass through very quickly. Od Kaswa Poskin, the Poskin right further. Even a shul that is in a krach in a city. If you know that that shul was only made for a small amount of people of the nation. For example, it could be part of a city where there are a lot of people that come and set themselves up. Where normally you're not allowed to sell a shul. But if you know that this shul was built for the people that have a certain profession. So besides the example that the Mishibura gave first, that people who all have one profession set themselves up with one shul, clearly it is their shul for that profession. Another example he brings in the brackets is... If there's a street that's far away from the shul, and the Baalabatim get together and they make their own shul clearly just for their block, so there it's clearly designated for a certain group of people. In those cases, even though it's true, the shul is in a krach, it's in a big city, but that shul will have a din of a shul and a kfar, and it will be allowed to be sold. Because mistama we could assume, when those tailors built the tailor shul, we could assume it was built out as just the tailors, and the tailors want to sell it, they could sell it even though it's part of a big city. And who I didn't... <coughs> 
People live on a block that's far away from the shul, they make their own shul, they're also allowed to sell it because Mestamah was made just for the people that are living in that area. Unless, of course, they were assisted in the building of the shul by people in the city outside of that profession, outside of that block, then already we can't say it's a shul that was made just for that profession or just for that block. Then already it's considered a shul of the city would not be allowed to be sold. Then they would not be allowed to sell it without getting the rishus of the people outside who also donated money. Let's see one more mishabura and then we'll see an important note. Mishabura afilu banu. This is the Ramada told us even if it was built with money of people on the outside, if it was built in a village, the shul is allowed to be sold. The mistoma acherim nosnu lahem hamoshiasu hem bahem mashiyirtu. People from the outside are giving money to a village for the village to have a shul. So even though they're giving money from the outside, mistoma they're giving the money just for the people of the village to do what they want with that money to make their shul. So it's not uh, it's not binding the village to get their consent to sell it because they're giving over their money full heartedly for the people of the village that they can make any decisions they want. Kavan she'en regulus lavosham since those people who are donating the money are not regular to be coming into this village. Therefore, even if those people who donated money from the outside are not masking to the sale, the people of the village are allowed to sell it anyway. So the, what the Ramah is telling us, and the Mishibu is explaining it, is that if it is a shul of a kfar, even if it's getting donations from people on the outside, we assume if you're donating money to a kfar to get a shul in a village, you're giving the money wholeheartedly that they should be in charge, and therefore you have no say in the matter. It follows the regular rules of a shul in the village. If the villagers decide they want to sell it, they are allowed to sell it. Again, we have the requirement that we'll discuss more tomorrow, Mitzvah that which the Mishibur tells Nakdama, they are limited of what they do with that money. It has to go up in Kedusha, unless, of course, the Zion Tobi Ha'ir were involved. Now, just to see one note that comes up over here, we'll get into the Zion Tobi Ha'ir more tomorrow, Mitzvah But in note 32, which is going on the second line of the Mishibura, on the Hakdama of the Mishibura, where he said in the village, the money has to be used for a higher Kedusha than a Beisak If you sold the Beisak unless the sale was done by the Zion Tobi Ha'ir. What gives them the right? The seven board members of the city, what gives them the right to take away the Kedusha of the Savior of the, of the Beis HaKnesses that the money can be used for Chulin? So that's addressed in note number 32. And the reason why the seven Tove Ha'ir have the right to take out the Beis HaKnesses from its Kedusha and use the money for Chulin, we'll see in the Be'alocha later on, According to the Rabban and those who agree with him, Hatamu the reason is she beisakneses eno elok kechol tashmishe mitzvah shenizrokin laachar shevsiku lishtamish bem lemitzvah. A beisakneses really is tashmishe mitzvah. We've learned previously. There's Tashmishe Kedusha and Tashmishe Mitzvah. Tashmishe Kedusha, which would be Tefillin or Mezuzos, Sefer Torah. Tashmishe Kedusha had to be buried. They can't be thrown out. But Tashmishe Mitzvah, which is Tzitzis, a lulav, a shofar. And here a Beisach Nesses, really in the Ikradin, it's allowed to be Nizrak. You're allowed to throw it away after you stop using it for a Mitzvah. Ulafikach, and therefore, Zakhtar Ramban, Yecholim Shiva Tovei Ha'ir Lahachlet, the seven 
board members of the city are able to decide she'ein lahem tzorech yoser bebeis haknesa that we no longer have use for the shul v'oz yotzi l'chul memela it goes out l'chul memela just like when a person feels that he's finished with a pair of tzitzis it goes out l'chul and he's allowed me'ikra to throw it away we wrap it up but we are allowed me'ikra to throw it away so to a beis haknesa they have the right the seventh over here to decide we're no longer using this as a tashmishe mitzvah, and therefore it goes out l'chulen. Uladas ha-rambam v'siyato, and according to the Rambam and those who agree with him, hatam hu. The reason why the Zion Tovah here had this power is mishum shekola noder al-das shiva tovah here hu noder. We assume anyone who makes a nether, a donation, a voluntary giving, it's based on the mindset of the Zion Tovah here, v'choshev ha-dover k'hektash al-tnayt. And it's considered when they donated the money for the Beisach Nessus, so the Beisach Nessus itself, that it was a hektish al that when the Zion Tovayir decide that the time is up, they're allowed to say the time is up. That's the Hezbir of the Ramban and of the Rambam, of why the Zion Tovayir had this power. We'll see more details about the Zion Tovayir in Hashem tomorrow as we go weiter in Siv Zion. You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an Ion shear on any Dauphin Shas, including Mara McClaimus on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427. Or email info at shasilluminated.org.